1: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. the poster said? See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right
2: now.
0: What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13.
3: Here's
0: some tips for maintaining your trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Sports Day. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage. Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, SA. Aussie owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, good evening, David Wildey
2: and Malcolm Blight. All thanks to Budget Car and Truck Rental. If you're moving house, use the team that's easy and affordable 13 27 27 get on the road faster to 13 27 27 Malcolm Jack Blight how are you well David Wildy, I'm really
1: good uh, showdown week of course we'll talk about that in a minute but we've got to talk about something first you're a grandfather again
2: for the second time yeah, yeah. about 10 minutes ago uh, Melissa in America delivered a little boy Theodore uh, but they got in brackets Tommy we've called to- so the, uh, no, not Teddy. Tommy Teddy they've Teddy. already got a Tommy yeah so Tommy and Teddy oh. eight pound six. Twenty-one inches long. Mum's well, dad's well, baby's well. So great. Well, under Melissa, I I just said to her about an hour ago, she sent me this long message so about ready to go. I just said good luck. Yeah. yeah. What, what, <laughs> what else, else can else you say? do? Yeah. No. That's so lovely. second year, I'm on the papa for um, uh, for little Tommy and now Teddy, and can't wait to get over and see him, which I will in October. Oh, what a
1: great what a great night, great day for him. Oh, lovely news. And yeah. I went
2: to another yeah. um, a day of different note. It was like a wake for a really good mate of mine and. Greg Fay, the publican, yes. one of his best yep. mates in Johnny Lee's Jacko, and uh, great turnout too. It was at the the big room in the lakes, and uh, just wonderful memories, great speeches, and it's always good to remember someone in a uh, um, in a good light, and great pictures all around the place. Oh, okay. So, what right under Jacko, great man.
1: Yeah, I I mean, it wasn't that long ago you'd, you'd, you'd go to a funeral, and um, you know it was, a, it was it was always morbid because it's sad, but. Um, now we, we sort of celebrate their life a bit better, don't we? we? We still have sadness, but at least there's a celebration. And and I guess this, this week too in the football world, David, there's there's going to be a celebration of sorts with either Port Adelaide or Adelaide when the showdown result is. Both teams haven't had great years. Uh, I guess Port Adelaide coming down, Adelaide trying to climb up. So,
2: so if you had to frame a market, yeah, how would you judge it? And you've only got one chance to pick a winner. Which way do you go I, I and why?
1: Yeah, no, I think that, and this, this probably – I know Adelaide have won their last three. I've just got this feeling, although they're coming, I still think that the Port Adelaide team looks pretty good to me. I think there's still some life in Port Adelaide. I think next year – They we'll, only
2: won their last one, haven't they? Yeah. Not, oh, three games, you mean, yeah, yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah one showdown. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. So I think that probably if you look at the teams, I think there is more upside – more up in this particular game for Port Adelaide than there is for Adelaide. I think Adelaide have been playing really well against a couple of bottom teams, and that's all you can do. You only beat who you're playing there. Whereas I think Port Adelaide are probably much more experienced and better at this sort of stuff.
2: I reckon if it's slippery and it's going to be a oh, night you said, game, yeah, you said that. Yeah, I think talked... it brings the Crows back into it. Oh, that. absolutely. Oh. Remember the game last yeah. year was exactly that, and Port were flying. I yeah. think Port only beat Crows by four points in yeah. the 2nd the last round last year, whatever it was. And I just get the feeling that Crows don't mind that They want to scrap. The Crows to win, they want to make it a scrap, not a free flying game. Port had yeah. an easy game against the, the Bombers, as I said, witches Hats. But I, I, I'd have to go Port too, I think. Oh, I think, so you're going to go Port too? I think Port by two or three goals yeah. if I had to pick it. I think I can't see a blowout either side.
1: No, I agree with that. I, hey, and you're right about the Crows. I mean, their stuff under, night, under lights has been really good. But it's just got this feeling that the bounce back that Port did last week, Hinkley's going to stay. They know where they're at. I don't reckon they're still that far away. This team is still okay, David. They started the year poorly. We know that. I I think there's a bounce back here for Port Adelaide coming. And I also think the Crows can come up the ladder. Just in this game, if I had to put a dollar on it, and you know I don't bet on footy, I'd probably put it on Port Adelaide.
2: Yeah, Port are favourite and the line's around 18 points. Oh, is it? Okay. So that's about probably where we see it. Um, And I think Port, we're going to speak with Dean Brogan tonight, Port have probably got a bit to play for after... I mean, that kick after Sarah and that really yeah, stymied their season. Yep, Was it their fourth? Was it their fourth? Third or fourth loss, I think it was, um, earlier in the year. Yep, that's right. And that put them on the back seat. And the I reckon they'll be coming out breathing fire. But the Crows look like Crows can go reasonably confident too. They, they're almost full strength. If They they might get Miller back. Um, there's not too many players to come back. They lose McAdam. We think Gallant or someone like might come in there. So, yeah, I give them a go.
1: Okay, now I've got to, I, I'm going to reflect a bit here, which I don't hopefully do sometimes. But this this is I've been asked so many times in this particular week. What was the first showdown like? You know I mean, all those years, 25 years ago, for all those people who remember it. And if you don't, perhaps you, you might remember this. Port Adelaide won it by 11 points. They were the new kids on the block. They were the. It's their first year in the competition. Round three or four. Yes, it was indeed very good. Um, it was actually round three. Uh, and as I said, the Crows uh, got beat uh, by 11 points. But in the last quarter, Adelaide kicked six goals to two to lose it by 11 points. So they came rushing home. Now, in that game, uh, this is uh, – I'll call this.
2: that game. See if I can remember any of it.
1: Well, here you go. I'll tell you who didn't play. The Crows won the grand final at the end. This is not a Groves night. You never a Ruckman. No, no, that's right. I'll tell you why in a minute. We're going to talk to Dean Brogan. We're going to talk about Port Adelaide a lot right. with, with it, when we ask him questions here. So this is the Adelaide team that went on to win the grand final. This is who didn't play. In that round. In that round. There were eight that didn't play. Eight. Uh, I'll start with Matt Connell. He was the best and fairest winner. A young Simon Goodwin. Yeah. Didn't play. A bloke by the name of Shane Ellen. Kicked a few goals in a grand final. Didn't play. And this is where it gets really interesting. David Pittman, as it being a ruckman, and played centre-half back and, and could play forward, didn't play. A bloke called Sean Wren didn't play. And a bloke called D Jarman didn't wow. play. Uh, Keating and Sampson were two of He others. lost
2: her by 11 points. Yeah, 11 Tom points. Gilligan first yeah, right.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, and we don't need to go through the names that were there, but there were a lot of them didn't play a lot after that. Do
2: you remember much about the game? Can you recall the game? Uh,
1: Yeah, just that we we stuffed around with the footy a bit and uh, we ended up going a bit more through centre-half forward in the second half, which they don't tend to do now. But anyhow, but I just had a look back today and I thought, okay, we got beat and everyone was pretty sad about it.
2: A couple of reasons why too. Oh, I mean, you take... Third of the side out.
1: Yeah, third of the side out. And that's... And that ended up being a premiership side. But Port Adelaide duly won and won fair and square.
2: Was that the game where supposedly you put on the whiteboard so many games to go?
1: 18 to go, yeah, no. after that one. That was round four, yeah. Now, can I also say, and this is one of my highlights of my showdown, remember when I finished, I I was involved in six games, three wins, three losses, and it's been like that all over since, was that uh, the second one we won by, uh, that is the Crows, I say we then, yeah. uh, by seven points. And, you know, in the last quarter, it was windy and wet. Scores really the low. the
2: game. No, no, that was... A bond.
1: No, uh, Andrew McLeod kicked a late goal. Great goal from right. the pocket. But we, we, the Crows, kicked four goals, six to nil in the last quarter to win it by seven points. It was a windy, wet night. I think it was nine goals apiece or something. It was really low scoring. Anyhow, there are a couple of memories of the first showdown. the Bond
2: boys playing against you, that yes, game? Yes, they did, yeah. Troy and yeah. Yeah. Jane, yeah. And Troy Shane. Shane, yeah. And that's what
1: that... That, that's a great trade. There's a lot game. of great memories, yeah. um,
2: you know, Jamo and Scotty Cummings. Uh, yep. um, uh, what about the um, Angus Momfries goal just oh, yeah. a few years ago, the biggest off-breaker? I think Port kicked three goals in the last three minutes to win that one. That's one of the great show. That, there have been a lot of good ones.
1: Of course there has. And this And the reason why I've led into that is because we're going to say goodbye to one of the great showdown players yeah. on the weekend – and that's Robbie Gray, you know, five times medal.
2: winner. would be the best in showdowns From, if you look yeah, at the record. Yeah, it's interesting.
1: Yeah. It, it, yeah he, well, he With rates, all his awards, he's won. Yeah, it rates very highly. And we've we've had that discussion about who's the best Port Adelaide player. And he, he's, in, he's in the mix, isn't he? He's in the top three. I, I, th-
2: I thought about it last night. I know Ken's, Ken Hinkley's had Robbie Gray yep. his entire coaching. But <clears throat> I think for body of work and the position he plays – Warren Treadray, we we just yeah, had yeah, him yeah. slightly. And, yep. and one's a, a different players. One's Course. a key forward, Absolutely. one's a, a small forward. Yep. But I think Treaders does does get the chocolates just. But, hey, what's wrong with being second And out of all the t- <laughs> all the guys that have played? And we did have a caller saying, you've got to remember Boak, when he finishes too, he might climb up. We'll ask Dean Brogan the question. Are he, yep. if, or any go, probably Treaders playing mainly with Warren than, than obviously Robbie, used before that, so –
1: now, yeah, just changing tacks slightly because we we do have the showdown, obviously, but um, there's, a, there's a player that played at the Crows called Patrick Dangerfield, now playing at Geelong, plays his 300th game. Yep. Hasn't there been some fantastic players of recent times got to the 300 mark? You made a good Britain. call
2: when it's hard to argue. You, you think he's possibly the best you've seen in the last 15 years?
1: Yes. Now, people are going to say I'm a bit strange with that, but thinking about it, Selwood's just played 300. Joel Selwood, what a player he's been. Dustin Martin. On Front the, the on, uh, Buddy Franklin. Now, most people will probably say Buddy, and they're not. He's, he's just been great. Now, the only th- query I've had on Buddy and it is his marking. You know, he's not a great mark for a key forward, but he's probably the most athletic six foot five, six foot. Yeah, boy, but we've he's ever seen in the game. Is Dangerfield a great kick? Is only for, he's a beautiful kick around the Midfield, ground. Midfield, yeah. yeah. Can I just say, and that's what I'm getting to now. I reckon there are a lot of nine out of tens. You know, is, have you seen the perfect player? I, I think we talked about Wayne Carey, maybe. Hard to be a 10. Yeah. Everyone's got a slight so, efficiency, Of course they mean? have. And that's one of the things now. So when you say, this bloke's the best, I mean, it is interesting, isn't it? And there are 10, you know, I can find 10 reasons to be a good player. You know, mark, kick, amble, read the game, wait, sprint, da-da-da. They're
2: both match winners, aren't they? Yeah.
1: But it is hard, isn't it, to say that there is the most perfect specimen you've ever seen. And yet we saw Wayne Carey get play on in a grand final against the Crows, North Melbourne, and Peter Caven did a really good it job did. on
2: him. Yeah, Carey missed a couple of cities. So where? So are McLeod's what a nine? Yeah, oh, in your eyes, yeah, what probably. you've seen him? Probably. rue a nine? Yep, yeah, probably nine. And it's
1: probably nine point two, two. It's not, It's probably what we're talking now is about nine point five to nine point four to nine point six. You know, it's that way, uh, and that's why, buddy. I think, but just his marking of. It,
2: so the guys you played with, who who gets the highest ranking? I always
1: rated Lee Matthews because, and once once again, it was that Michael Foss was a freak. But when you get older, what can you do when you get older? How do you stay in the game? And Matthews went forward and get goals nine hundred goals. Yeah, so the so
2: uh, nine five for Lee.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah, you got to take a couple off for his elbows.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dean Brogan not far away. Lumo SA, uh, powering local footy and fans in South Australia switched to Lumo. And Australia's most wanted the Kia EV6 and Kia Sportage Car of the Year.
0: Sports Day for Kia's EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, <S-S-A>. Aussie owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, Bloody and Wheels
2: Sports SA say, for weeks. Weeks Homes discover different. And Adelaide Auto 4x4, you get 15% off your first purchase. And that is the first purchase until September 30. Adelaide Auto 4x4, 15% off. Let's go to Dean. Hi, Dean.
4: Hello, how are you guys? All right? Good, Dean. Yeah, I'd like to say that uh, the best player I've ever seen play anywhere or anything is Robren, who won number 10. It is number 10. And I think the next best player I've ever seen uh, is probably um, Gary Ablett Jr. And also, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, He won a couple of grand finals for you.
2: Oh, Darren, Lighting, Darren, um, Darren
4: Jarman. Darren Jarman. Darren Jarman, when he got the ball, Dunstall just his face lit up because he knew he was going to get it on his chest. And he was the best ever pick-up from one team to another to win a grand final yeah, in I,
3: history, I think. Yeah, Dean, totally I totally agree with that.
1: Yeah, I think you're on the mark with those. And, I mean, a lot of people can bait and you can add to it, but... Those three would certainly be in the in the conversations
2: no matter where you are. You rated little Gary
1: oh, yeah. big, didn't you? Yeah, absolutely.
2: Huge. And yeah. his dad was good oh, too. Oh,
1: yeah, they were great. And, of course, Darren and Barry were just – oh, yeah. I mean, fancy – and Ken Farmer. Fancy North Adelaide getting those three. You know, it was just unbelievable. I saw sort they
2: of had the best players. You got the Woodville West Torrens best player and they had Barry, Ken Farmer just behind him, I reckon, with all the yeah. all he's done. I think you get a statue, you're going all right.
1: We've got Lucas uh, who wants to talk about uh, Patrick Dangerfield and Robbie Gray. Good evening, Lucas.
0: Hey, how are you going, uh, Malcolm and David? Hi, Lucas. Yep. Uh, th- th- um, just wanted to mention uh, that you said, uh, Malcolm, that uh, Patrick Dangerfield was the greatest player in 20 years that you've seen. Yeah, he's certainly up there, yeah. Yeah, I, I-, I think I think his former teammate, Gazza, um, has just a little bit more tens than Dangerfield. Um, but I want to ask you this this question to you or David. All right? Grand final day. It's raining. Guaranteed of, of rain. Who would you pick? Dangerfield or oil, Robbie Gray? <laughs> good
1: question. Good question. I think one – yeah, that's a really good question. I think for absolute smartness, you'd pick Robbie Gray. For absolutely to change the game from the middle of the ground – yeah, to I get something going, you go Dangerfield. And Dangerfield go forward. Too. Yeah. Mind you, Robbie at his best
2: could go in the middle. He could
1: too. But more so, he, I, I, Robbie's decision-making to set the game up.
2: And one's a bulldozer, isn't he? Like Dangerfield goes it. And look, I've just, while,
1: while this has been on, I've just looked up. And this is not, this is not the be-all and end-all, but the Brownlow medal votes. Patrick Dangerfield sits third in the all-time strike rate of votes in the Brownlow. Five,
2: five's one, isn't he?
1: Yeah. F- no, most career votes. Uh, no, I mean third. per game. Oh, per game. Per yeah. game, I
2: think five leads. Yeah. Every game he's played, it's he's almost averages the vote a game.
1: That's right. Yep. Which, Quite which right. is incredible.
2: But yeah, Patrick, that, that's hard. Just behind hard. That's yeah. hard to say, but then again, if I had D Jarman, if you threw him it, it'd be hard to pick either. He, Darren can play midfield or forward and kick goals for you too. And in Buddy Franklin's
1: defence, he's not going to get the votes playing full forward or high, half forward or high no. wherever. Because no. it's a midfielder's medal, as yeah. we all know now. So yeah, I mean it's in the taste of the beholder, of course, but, but that's a really wet, good call. He
2: said if it's a wet, slippery yeah, day no, you'd I, go I, for one of them, wouldn't yeah,
1: you? Yeah, oh yeah. I mean rubbish it's he's a smart man. Smart player. Patrick Dangerfield's no deal.
2: So have you got have you got Gary Ablett Jr. With right, right?
1: Yeah, split the middle.
2: It's hard, isn't it? Yeah. Nine point five, nine point six, nine point four. Yeah, I'll take anything above eight's good for you. <laughs> if I got a six, I'd be happy if you gave it. What, what, what did you have, Fogarty? You have, it's early four point two. Then yeah, four, it's it, about it, five and a half it, now. Yeah, he's, he's moved up to he's four, got just a,
1: a, above halfway. So got to keep going. Yeah. When you get to a six, that's a six every game. You know, that, it's hard to do. Yeah. Sevens are hard to find every game. Yeah, it's a very competitive beast out there.
2: And did Matthews ever get hold of you, like uh, try and
1: belt you? Uh, yeah, of course he did. Um, did he get you a couple of times? But. Uh, Actually, Sam's just put up on the screen. Blighty gave Wills a six in his last game. He yeah, kicked six. six.
2: <laughs> I take that, but you know, but I felt a lot better when you kicked twelve the week before.
1: Yeah, I know. We've, put, uh, we've probably talked about that. Hey, yeah. showdown! <laughs> I know we're going to we, talk about tips and
2: games and all that tomorrow. But yep. your early tip, you, you're Port Adelaide. Thank I you. am. If uh, it, someone asked me today, can the Crows win? I said yes, they can win. Oh, course they can win. I don't think they will. I think it'll be Port by two or three goals. And um, they've just, as I said, I think Port is still a year or so ahead of the Crows. Yeah, so I, I, I'd, I'd believe probably that. go that way, bloody. Yeah. And, and uh, it's going to be slippery, um, wet tomorrow, wet Friday, um, and probably a little bit wet Saturday. So, And I think that does suit Adelaide. Yeah, it does a bit. Um, Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Thanking Australia for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Uh, we've got Dean Brogan. What's your Quick memory of Dean Brogan in about 15 seconds. Oh,
1: really competitive. Ex-basketballer did a – made a really good job of his How many games you play?
2: 193. Wow. Yeah. That good. is – that's a good career, isn't it? It is a good player. For a basketball look Yeah, too. for a basketball look. On the other side, we're going to speak with the uh, ex-Port Adelaide star, Dean Brogan. Sports
0: Day. For Kias, EV6 and Sportage. Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Malcolm Blight
2: and David Wildey for Weeks Homes discovered different and tyre power. Uh, think safety this August. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local tyre power. Well, we bring him out every year because he was a is a man that played well in the showdowns and played with a lot of passion too. He certainly did. Port Adelaide Ruckman, Dean Brogan. Bloody it is. I know there's nothing in the end of it in terms of finals, but there's bragging rights, I reckon, last game of the year. Well, it is. I mean, it's been one of those. It you know, started all 25 years ago. Can
1: you believe how quick that's gone? But a showdown medalist in... Showdown 20 in 2009 was Dean Brogan, and Dean's on the line. Hi, Dean. How are you this evening?
4: I'm uh, very well, fellas. Thanks again for having me. I think I was on this show uh, <laughs> last showdown. So happens it happens twice a year, and I'm, I always get excited from a selfish point of view when showdowns are on because I ask to get I get to do a lot of radio, which is great.
2: Well, <laughs> we get a lot of requests, and everybody, we've said, who do you want to hear from back in the old day, They all said <laughs> Dean Brogan.
1: Are you sure that's not my friends and family? No, actually, Dean, can I? I looked it up today with Sam, our producer. It was August the 5th, 2021. So it was this game last year. So time, time flies, mate. So 12 months. Does, have, you got anything, it? It have you got anything more to say than what you said last year? If you haven't, we might as well go. I'll, I'll
2: probably just re- repeat what I said last year. Yeah. <laughs> well, i tell you what, we'll ask you the same questions and give us the same answer. Uh, sure. But, sure. But the showdowns, and I mean, they do have a bit of extra spice, and, and thank God it is. Support Crows game last game. So both had disappointing years, Dean, and I'm sure they'll fire up for this week.
4: Yeah, look, i, I it's sort of set up for a cracker, isn't it? There's so – it's been an interesting year for both clubs, hasn't it? Um, you know, Port just been really disappointing, you know, coming off a of prelim last year and had a lot of controversy sort of on the field. Um, you look at what's happened to Adelaide, you know, off the field and um, there's a lot, lot to play for. And then the, the little master, the little genius, uh, Robbie Gray's retiring and, yeah, there's a lot going on this week and um, I think uh, it's going to be an absolute cracker and I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm glad it is the last game of the year because um, I think both clubs will leave it all out there and, um, you know, it'll, you know, you want to win this one and go into pre-season and yeah. feel good about yourself and, you know, if you're poor, there's a, there's a lot, lot to play for. You wouldn't want to lose um, on Robbie, one of the champions of the club, um, you wouldn't want to lose that one for him on Saturday night. I can I can promise you that.
2: Chad Corns used to say every year, oh, I hate the Crows. I hate them with a passion. Yeah. But how well did you know some of the other boys? I mean, there's no. I mean, you don't hate them. You might hate them on the footy field, but did you know many of the the Crows boys? You play them twice a year, and a lot of guys are there for quite a while.
4: Yeah. Look, I think. Um, oh, look, I, I was saying this this morning um, on, on another show that there was a genuine. I wouldn't say hatred, but a really dislike for, for both clubs. But also, we just didn't socialise with any of the Crows boys. You know, if you saw them out, you wouldn't go there. And if they saw us out, they wouldn't come into the bar. And um, it's just a totally different vibe now. And they all get along because they've all got outside interests and things like that. But but we didn't really have much to do with the opposition in our day. And, you know, as the sort of years went on, you sort of bump into, you know, I used to love like Rue and McLeod and and blokes like that, and you know, just to play against them, but even to see them out, I always yeah. wanted to go up and say hello to them. And, um, but we were always very cagey, as as were they. And um, yeah, there wasn't a lot of socialising going on. But you know, as we've sort of gotten older and that, you know, my last couple of years showdowns, and I remember going out and seeing Rue and Goody and all that, and and actually having a couple of drinks with them, and um, it worked out. They were actually good good fellas <laughs> So. Uh, and they they said the same thing about me, so we ended up having a big night together. But um, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I, it's it's I, I just don't think I'll ever get back to that because of the way the world is now and the way you know footy is now. But you know, I can honestly say, you know, early two thousands, and bloody know this, you know, late nineties, it was it was on. You know, mm. it was you, you didn't like each other, and that was that was
1: just the way it was. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I call it a sporting dislike, Dean. You know, it's it's, it's yes, it's, correct. You know, and. You know, one of the great things about our, perhaps even my era and David's era was that, you know, even playing in Melbourne, you know, you try and beat the crap out of the other team. And then we all used to go in with the umpires and have a drink together and a pie and a pasty. So you actually, you know, okay, you're lost and you're bloody disappointed. But, Hank, you know what you had to do? You had to front up to the winners or the losers, one or the other. I reckon it made for a better rounded system of football than what they had for a fair bit of time.
4: Yeah, look, it's kind of what we do in the S A. I'm involved with South Adelaide, and yep. yeah, both all clubs get together after and have a beer, and it's it's awesome to do. But yeah, I just couldn't see it happening. Um, <laughs> you know, back back in a showdown um, back in the day, you know, down at Amy Stadium there, oh, I just couldn't see that ever. In fact, you know, it would never happen. But um, now, if someone said, "Oh, well, let's go and meet the Crows boys for a drink," it'll probably happen. So, but in saying that, I, I do think. You know the last showdown that was played, you know when Adelaide won on the siren. I, I, I know that stung Port Adelaide, and I don't think they really recovered from it. And um, if, if any of them had any, you know, um, they just need to play that last five minutes again, and you know th- that'll that'll ignite a bit of um, aggression, I think, on yep. Saturday night because um, yeah, and you know on that, on the flip side too, I don't think Adelaide have won two showdowns in a year for a long time, so. It has the potential to, for Sparks to be flying and everything goes out the window a little bit, I think. So, um, yeah, oh, I can't wait to go. I'm going to go, obviously, and watch Robbie play his last game. And, um, yeah, oh, I just can't wait for the game. I think it's going to be a really, really cracking game. And Adelaide playing some good footies, so um
1: can't wait to watch it. Yeah, that's a really good summary, that. Now, Dean Brogan, how many showdowns did you play in, Dean? Do you know? Oh, so
4: I, I reckon I played
1: in about fourteen or fifteen. I think. Okay, you're not bad. You played in seventeen.
2: Oh, he's out. Seventeen, he's out. He's yeah, still right.
1: Seventeen, I'm, I'm, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Now, how You've many a good ones, yeah. buddy? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, as you know, at the moment, Port Adelaide lead twenty-six twenty-five in the win-loss ratio. Yeah. So, yeah. of your seventeen games, how many do you think? Did you finish in front on the ledger or behind on the ledger? Um,
4: I think I finished. I've been asking. Oh, you guys might ask
1: this last year, actually. No, um, no this is new I stuff. This is new
4: horizons I, here. Um, I reckon I'm one game ahead.
1: No, you're not. In the winter. <laughs> oh, what? Can I tell you what you are? <laughs> no, we didn't see. We didn't ask you this question. I've, this is new yeah, research. This is new research from yeah. Ian Blight. Blyth. You've yeah. seventeen ten seven. You're in front by three. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Oh, three beautiful it is out
2: here somewhere, though it is, Yeah, yeah,
1: so that's good. So, <laughs> so it's not your fault. Porter only one in front now. When you <laughs> were playing, you've got a right. three in front. Yeah,
4: that's, that's right. I, I think, body, when I first started playing regularly, we used to like I think we I think I won like five or six in a row and then thought, you know, what's all these showdowns? I keep winning <laughs> yeah. them, and then yeah. the tide turned very quickly. I think I lost the next seven or eight. So, it's amazing how they do sort of swing a little bit. Um. And, you know, one matter. uh, it's the old saying since I started, it absolutely does not matter where you are on the ladder. If you do not front up on on a showdown, you will get beaten.
2: Now, Dean Brogan, our guest, in brackets, who did you dislike the most from the Crows' side? Who did you get tangled
4: up with? (laughs) Mate, it's so funny because I I worked with him at Port for a year, Scotty Thompson. Um, (laughs) Oh, Tomo. I used to... I used to always try and – but back in the day we played Showdown, we kind of had this um, motto, you know, we'd go after a player and try and get him off his game. And for whatever reason, we used to go after a a Scotty Thompson or a Tyson Edwards, and it absolutely did not put them off their game one little bit. They ended up getting 30-plus every week. But I just used to – because Tomo was such a good player, um, I just used to – he used to frustrate me, and because he he was he was around me a lot, you know, in the yeah. midfield, and I just used to always try and go after him, and you know, he uh, he was a pretty boy, he had the big arms and the oil on the arms and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. So I used to I used to try and get after him, and it's it's funny because you know, when we worked together, he we actually became really good mates, and we always sit there and talk about. I oh, well, remember that time you came up to me and I punched you in the gut, and that time <laughs> you stood on my feet, and, you know, it, it's. It's so good that we have these memories and, you know, that's what these players are playing for now. And, you know, yep, they're in the moment, but people remember them in 10 years' time. Like, look at us, you know, you're still talking to us about showdowns 10 years on, 15 years on. So they're really special games and um, very lucky to be a part of it and still be a part of it, you know, 10, 12 years on after you've even played in one.
1: Now, you mentioned the great one, Robbie Gray's playing his last game, obviously, in a showdown, which is fantastic. Five-time showdown medal winner, but... You, yep. you played and have watched a lot of players in the 25 years. If you could rate yep. the Port Adelaide players, David and I have done mm. it, and three names come yep. up, maybe a fourth. Do you yep. have a rating system that you can rate them if you can?
4: Oh, look, we're all thinking about it, aren't we, this week? But, oh, look, it'd have to be Tread Ray number one, yeah. um, yep. Robbie, number two. Um, I? I, I'd have to say you know Kane Corn's probably yeah. three and Gav Wanganin four, but yeah. you know Bokey when he finishes is going to be probably in that in that uh, Mount Rushmore for Port Adelaide players. Um, you know Chad's not too far away either, but yeah, I'd have to say you know your top three would be definitely Ray, yeah. Robbie, and um, Kane. Um, I forget you forget how you know good. Warren Treadway was until, oh, wow. you know, you start talking about all this. And, you know, to be the best centre-half forward in the game for four or five years in a row, um, you know, and take the average 13, 14 marks a week, you know, that that just doesn't happen anymore. And, um,
2: and a you know, we ne- won't appreciate bad, bad knee too, didn't he? Yeah, a on a bad
4: knee too, you know. And I guess with Robbie, I guess you don't appreciate the good ones until they actually step away for a couple of years and you actually look back and go, geez, how good was Robbie yeah. Gray? And I think we'll be saying that. You know, forever in a day, and again, Kane Corns because he's in the media so much and he's front and center. You don't actually appreciate what he did for the club and how he went about his business too. But he was a super player as well, and yeah, I guess from a port perspective, you, you look back on when when a champion retires and you have these discussions, and uh, there's been there's been a few of them, and I was lucky enough to play with a lot of them, which is um, makes me feel pretty good.
1: Yeah actually David and I we we both put to Warren number 1 just yeah, ahead didn't ju- we? just ahead yeah no, He's he's great player wasn't he yeah 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 he's yeah, oh, fantastic yeah. yeah now you mentioned you you you're helping south adelaide in the rucker uh, coming up to the last round mate
4: yeah so we we've had a bit of an interesting year a lot of injuries and um you know their safl comp is is really even and and it's a really good competition and um yeah we sort of play our last game this week. Unfortunately, we won't make make finals. But, um, yeah, it's just been one of those years. Just haven't been able to get going. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, we won't be uh, participating this year. But, um, yeah, it's been a good year. It's my home club, and I've loved giving back to the club. And, um, yeah, we're in a good spot. We just, just have, it's just been one of those years for us. Excuse me, unfortunately.
2: If you had to pick a Premier Dean out of the sample, who would it be?
4: Yeah, look, I, I really like Norwood at the moment. I, they've been the second half of the year, they've been the best team in the comp, you know, even though North are sitting on top. I just like the way Norwood go about it. They're, they're tough. They can score. They can defend. They're pretty even across the board. Um, I think they're going to be hard to beat. Um, and You know, obviously North have been the best side all year, so they'll take some beating too. But yeah, my tip would be probably Norwood at this point.
2: And no doubt tipping Port this week to bounce back. Uh, Port by by how much?
4: Oh, they, they just have to win, don't they? Um, I, I think they'd probably win by three or four goals. but yeah. Look, I don't even want to imagine them losing and Robbie walking off with his head down. I just can't. I can't picture that. But you know, if it happens, it's footy. But I just think have got so much to play for, and um, I think they'll burn down Alberton if they lose. So they better win.
2: If you had to pick a young lad, would Rosie be the pick of the bunch in your eyes out at Port?
4: Yeah, look, he's had a great year since moving him into the midfield. Um, I know. I know. When I was there a couple of years ago, they, they earmarked him to be a midfielder, and he's finally got in there. And yeah, he's just he's had a great year, which is which is good because his last couple of years have been pretty quiet. So glad he's got got himself going. And um, you know, from here, I think his game's going to go to another level, another preseason in the midfield, and more responsibility. He's uh, he's a future, um, you know, best of fairest and all Australian. I think moving forward.
2: Oh, well, good luck, and thanks, Dean. We'll speak to you August the 15th next
4: year. <laughs> 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 no worries, boys.
2: <laughs> good thanks, stuff. Thanks,
4: good. I love you guys. Thanks very much. What a lead,
2: Ruckman. Dean Brogan, good player, too. Won, yeah. it won a um, showdown medal. Um, didn't like Tomo. No. his Tomo was a port boy that went to Melbourne, Melbourne yeah. and back to the Crows, didn't right, he? yes. Expert car service book online at repco and for your chance to win a corporate box experience for you and a mate at the Adelaide Oval, enter iCanWin.com.au. I reckon back in those days there was more was feeling than now. Awe, angst, I don't I awe. don't see it as much anymore. No. You can't and you can't do as much.
1: No, you can't do as much. I mean in the first one, remember Rod Jamison and, and Scotty, Scotty Cummings. Cummings just trying to whack each other.
2: And, not, uh, one, not one punch landed, by the way. Was, was, <laughs> he threw 100, When Rob Bickley Jamison. got Wakem, were oh, you the yeah. coach then? Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, God, that no. was nasty. No, I don't Split think I was. second, but still yeah. nasty. Bick still yeah. regrets it, but yeah. um, it's hard to take it back. Our guest there, Dean Brogan.
0: Sports Day. For Kia's EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. David Wildy, Malcolm Blight, Sports Day
2: SA for weeks. Weeks homes discover different. But time now, bloody for our community sports segment uh, for Elders, Elders Insurance, from local footy to community events. It's our way of giving back Elders Insurance hands-on support for our local community. Well, the round of the Australian Cup um, is on. Adelaide United are playing Adelaide City. Now, you might think, oh, that's going to be one-way traffic. Well, we saw Western and I get beaten by Sydney United, like a, who are in division below, not in the top one. And it can happen, can't it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's the
1: FA Cup that we probably all know and love from the Premier League, obviously overseas, and all the clubs have a, a
2: crack. Well, that's and, wel- the, yeah, all the big ones and all the small ones. Well, let's welcome Adelaide City coach Paul Pesos. Paul, thanks for your time. And uh, soccer is an amazing game, isn't it? If you only got to get one in the back of the net, if you can defend, you can you can win. But uh, a big result there for Sydney United, and you got a big game against Adelaide United.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me on first first and foremost, and. Uh, yeah, um, you know we're we're excited about the game, and and you can see what the, this uh, cup format sort of brings. You know, the underdogs can uh, knock off uh, the professionals.
2: What's the makeup of your side, Paul? Is it a, is it a mixture of um, you know senior players and kids coming through? Or is it more youth? Um, how would you describe your team? Yeah, uh,
3: apart from two or three senior players, the rest are you know under twenty three and. Uh, So I've got good uh, experience uh, with uh, some uh, youthful players coming through as well.
1: Paul, you had 20 years as a player. You know, every time I look at a soccer player, we call it soccer, as you well know, your careers are unbelievable. You you can go anywhere to play soccer, can't you? Different clubs in different states, different countries. And your your career, a 20-year career, was no different, wasn't it? You you moved around.
3: Yeah, well, that's right. I mean yeah you know, the beauty about our sports it 's a world game, and uh, it can take you across to a lot of different countries uh, in the world so um but like I said yeah, and um, there 's a lot of movement with players you know players chasing their dreams and and there 's plenty of opportunity because there 's so many uh, leagues around the world, so uh it 's a healthy sport
1: yeah, it certainly is now, eight years as a manager um. It's interesting. I mean, eight years, you're starting to get the hang of it, they reckon, don't they? After a while, with the coaching, we call it coaching, you call it manager.
3: But eight years. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, uh, in in a more senior environment, um, it's, it's uh, three, four, four years in a senior environment, mm. um, and the rest has been more in the, in the, in the youth development um, side of things. So, uh, yeah, still learning the ropes, um, you know, there's still some... Uh, things that I've got to keep keep learning and working hard on. But I'm thoroughly enjoying um, my coaching um, as we speak.
2: Gee, your record, Adelaide City's been great too. Last year's uh, the grand final, MPL Premiership. When you take on a a team like Adelaide United, how do you approach that? It's uh, obviously a different game to what you normally have. Do do you make any uh, subtle changes or do you stick with what you know?
3: Yeah, I, I, I'm the kind of coach that I, I'm set in my my principles and and values and my philosophy. Um, yeah, we understand they they are a professional team, uh, but we, we we won't change. We, we'll keep doing what we do best and how I like to see the game played. Um, but I think it will be more with a with a higher energy and and uh, you know those. Minimal mistakes because when you play a professional team, you know those those little mistakes can can be costly. So um, we just have to be on our a game and be focused for the you know the whole entire game.
2: Our producer's given us some great stats here, Sam Fantasia. There's a note here: forty eight Socceroos have come from City. I mean, the the history there is amazing. I can remember when I was a young fell Adelaide City and and Hellas playing. So it's a it's a very famous club.
3: Yeah, a very reputable club, not just in South Australia, but Australia as well. And, uh, yeah, a lot of players came out from this fantastic club and, and uh, represented Australia. Uh, so it's got a great history, um, you know, and we're trying to bring that back and try and get, you know, players from our club into the next level. You know, probably not the Socceroos, but if we can help them get, uh, you know, a professional contract, that's what we're yeah. about.
1: Yeah. yeah, great. Um talking with Paul Pizzos from the Adelaide City coach. Paul, What? What? how often do you get the players? What nights do you train? You you, you train after hours, I guess. Everyone works still?
3: Yeah, all, all of my players work or study or go to school. Um, so they are semi-professional. So uh, we train three nights a week plus uh, game day. So that's four nights. Last year, I did do uh, four nights plus game day just so they could understand uh, my philosophy and how we want to... Play the game, and uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a big, tough ask, you know, for for these guys to keep coming in, and you know, after long days work as a plumber or roofer or carpenter, etc., or uni, um, you know, but they, they're professional, uh, they're professional lads, so and they they, they want to do it, they want to get better, and that always helps the cause to become successful.
1: How, how often? Is, uh, this probably is a, it's, hopefully it's not a naive question. How often do you practice goal kicking, and does everybody practice it because of the rules at the end of some games?
3: Oh, the penalty shootout! You yeah. asked, you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's times where there's certain players that are comfortable. We'll, we'll do some after training. We try not to do it every night of, of the, the training sessions. Uh, probably at least one to two nights a week. You know, they'll, they'll do about. Five minutes of you know, three kicks, penalties, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just don't want to overload them too much; otherwise, we'll get some injuries.
2: AFL try and pinch all the young kids coming up. What's the state of affairs with uh, with soccer slash football? Your your code um, getting getting the numbers playing at junior levels is it is it healthy?
3: Yeah, uh, I mean, I think we're the second or third largest club in in South Australia uh with with juniors coming through so the the, the numbers are, are phenom- phenomenal to be honest with you um uh, you know there's some other clubs out there they've got 6 or 700 juniors mm-hmm. um yeah. Uh, yeah yeah and uh so it it, it is a healthy uh, and it, and it is a growing sport both in the boys and the girls uh league competitions
2: well, mate, good luck. Um, it's going to be a great game and it's great for your guys to be tested out against a level above too. And all the best, Paul. Really appreciate your time.
3: Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me on.
2: Paul Pezos, I coach of Adelaide City. They take on Adelaide United. It's called the Australian Cup, um, round of 16. And, uh, yeah, anything can happen, Bloody, We've seen it before. <laughs> yeah. It's an interesting concept, isn't it? Oh, we see it overseas and, um, yeah, I, yeah, you can because
1: – I think the most – I think I'm right with this. I saw it. 1-0 is, is the most common score in the yeah. game of soccer.
2: I think particularly if the underdogs win too. Yeah. But West United, be, who won last year, to be yeah. beaten by Sydney United in a, a level uh, below. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, one – one, one great kick, though, can fix it, can't it? Now, if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator, or tiler, Beaumont Tolls wants to help you, head to ICanWin.com.au and you can win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow. Uh, Paul Pesos, our guest there, our segment, uh, thanks to Elders Insurance. That's it for us, Malcolm. We'll uh, do it all again tomorrow night. With the Looking forward to that as well with all the teams coming through. Can you believe tomorrow night we'll get the teams for the last time with the two Adelaide Adelaide teams for the... The, uh, the big derby, the showdown.
1: Yeah, it's the last time that you'll say that probably for a while. Well,
2: I know you had a late start of the season yourself, but it has gone quickly, <laughs> hasn't I, it? No, I reckon, you joined, I think, round two.
1: No, no, but I reckon 23 weeks has taken 23 weeks. Well, if Sam that's...
2: and I have slogged their guts out <laughs> no, for no, 52. No, no it's, it's it, it, no, I find 24 hours still ticks over a day. Have a great night. We'll do it again tomorrow between 6 and 7. Bye for
1: now. Bye, David.
0: Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.